Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. Again, this is the Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and we are broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM, the Fringe FM app, Talk Stream Live, and the Paranormal Radio app. You can download the Fringe FM app for free. To your mobile device, that's Fringe FM, F-R-I-N-G-E, FM. If you missed any of our previous shows, or if you'd like to listen again, you can subscribe to our full show archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. You get access to the archive, to the montages, to my digital books, and when you subscribe for one year, you also get a physical copy with free shipping in the U.S., of one of my books, either Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. You can read reviews for those books, buy the books separate, or buy them together for a discount. All of it at www.thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe, when you buy a book, you support this show, you help to keep us on air Monday through Friday, and you allow us to do the research that we do here on the broadcast to give the presentations that we give here on the broadcast that I think are next to few in the radio business, especially the angles and the perspectives that we take that are a little bit unique and a little bit different and sometimes a little bit difficult to comprehend from traditional points of view. Last week and this week so far, we've talked about magic in a way that you probably won't hear on a lot of radio shows, where magic is either accepted as some type of crystal-induced hysteria from Sedona, Arizona, or magic is dismissed wholly as the work of the devil. If you listen to some radio shows, like my good buddy Joe Roop on Lighting the Void, Joe breaks down magic in a practical and applicable and beautiful way. If you listen to this show, we take magic to another level in the sense that we don't look at magic as a practice for ourselves, per se, although we do practice magic. We look at the magic practiced by other people and the perversion of magic the perversion of the sacred the perversion of the iconography of light if you will last week we talked because it was the anniversary 9-11 about something called the shrines of babel we talked about how after the attacks of september 11th we were told that terrorists were really, really upset that we had freedom. Not only were they upset, they were jealous of our freedom. They hated our freedom. And we were told as a result that since these terrorists hated our freedom and were jealous of our freedom, we should never forget that these terrorists are still out there. That we launched wars of aggression and occupation, spent trillions of dollars, murdered millions of people, thousands of lives lost, Millions on some sides, civilians, etc. That these occupations and wars led to revelations of the method. They led to, eventually, the Snowden disclosure. 
Bradley Manning, helicopter video, shooting unarmed civilians. We were told to never forget, never forget, never forget. Remember, 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 remember the 11th of September. Such a claim, of course, unconsciously implies, subconsciously implies that if we really want to be safe and prevent this from happening again, we have to surrender the thing that the terrorists were jealous of, the thing that the terrorists hated, freedom. Of course, the psychological trauma caused by this event and other events that subsequently followed and have continued to this day, alter the way in which our brains function individually and collectively. They've impaired our psychological and cognitive functioning. They've altered our neurophysiological functioning. And not only did the Twin Towers, as symbols of finance and global dominance in some ways, represent economic and social things, they also represented subconscious magical, symbolic things. The Twin Towers disappearing that morning represented the fall of strength and beauty, the fall of philosophy and science, the fall of the twin pillars of Solomon's temple, Boaz and Jachin, as described in the Bible, along with the collapse of the social and cultural temple or the social and cultural order upheld by those pillars, social and cultural order that is the temple of Solomon. Intellect and morale fell. That day. For two decades, we've seen memorials turned into shrines in honor of the event itself, diverted from families to the traumatizing events and all their satellite issues. These past 20 years have also culminated in a series of traumas beginning in 2020, 20 years later, promulgated by media 24 hours a day, just like after 9 11. Never forget, never forget, tell us your stories who died from this horrible disease. We don't care about the people who died in Iraq or Afghanistan or who died in various Middle Eastern countries or anywhere else that was a target of the war on terror. We don't care about those people. We care about who died at the Twin Tower Ground Zero Ritual Shrine inside that magic circle in New York City. That's who we care about. We don't care about the people dying in the official government database from jabs. We care about the people who we found an association might have died with a particle in their body as opposed to dying from a particle in their body. We want you to tell us your story. A lot of news outlets are requesting from viewers now. This past 20 years culminating in another form of panic, another form of goat ritual. Hours and hours every single day. Constant, obsessive, compulsive, ritualistic. And one time in the past year, we saw a nurse in Colorado transform vials of a Moderna vaccine into a chandelier shrine. And once we saw that, it became very clear the ritual of material and magic of the mind was still very much at work. The nurse said she wanted to bring light to, quote, such a dark and challenging year, end quote, though her work really mimicked, in my opinion, strangely enough, an inverted Tower of Babel in its relationship more distinctly and more directly with what looks like the Tower of Babel in a computer chip for the quantum computer, the D-Wave. The implication is that when we reach to heaven, there's no guarantee that God is going to respond. There's no guarantee of Elliot and E.T. There's no guarantee of God and Adam. There 
is a possibility that we reach into heaven and something else reaches back. A false light connecting its point, its finger downward with our overreaching hand, reaching upwards. Something that helps us to build that tower into heaven. To build that false reality. To build a structure that is illuminated by false light. The nurse bringing light to this dark and challenging year might just as well have been bringing a false light to this dark and challenging year. Years and years after 9-11, we've seen families kicked out of memorial services. According to one article I read the other day, a woman wearing a t-shirt that read 9-11, they should be alive, truth and justice, was escorted from the 9-11 event by police officers. The woman wore a small blue ribbon similar to others attending the ceremony. Didn't say she was disruptive, didn't say she attacked anybody, just said a 9-11 truther was ousted from the memorial ceremony to mark 20 years since the World Trade Center attacks in New York. Strikingly, looks like something that could be painted in an Eric Blair novel or an Aldous Huxley story. You can't even ask questions. You can't even wear a t-shirt that implies or suggests anything except the official narrative. You can't even have family members attending the memorial. We don't have room for the family members because it's one giant ritualistic shrine. That's why. And now as we move away from the anniversary of September 11th, the ritual continues. Last night we talked about In 2019, a bunch of dead chickens and goat heads and some coconuts were found on a railroad track in Atlanta. 2021, this year, a few months ago, headless goats were found floating down the Chattahoochee River. A few weeks later, a man was found with around 22. They had body parts. They identified 22. Almost two dozen animals in his apartment slaughtered and used in rituals. And in all three of these cases, in all three of these incidences, They were thought to be connected to the Afro-Caribbean religion called Santeria, which is based on Yoruba beliefs, southwestern Africa, and traditions that include a mixture of Roman Catholic components, much like voodoo. As a syncretic religion, this Santeria practice grew out of the slave trade, also similar to voodoo. Yoruba tradition also brings us the divinatory and religious practice of Ifa, something that if you've listened to this show, you're familiar with as being the foundational spiritual practice of Black Lives Matter, literally, through their profane, Edenic, and spiritual rituals like the praying to the Yami Ayi. That's not to degrade spiritual practices in Africa or to degrade the Yami Ayi, or the Yami, the mother, the Ayi, the divine woman, kind of like the drawing down of the moon and witchcraft and Wiccanism. But to simply say that BLM exploited yet another component of African tradition and history for dark purposes. The belief of Ifa is structured around not displaying wealth, sharing what one has, and collectivism and decision-making, despite the fact that Black Lives Matter seems to be the very opposite of all these things. And considering the flow of money in BLM, their actions are more like that of a Marxist, of a communist. In their own words, they're Marxists. And therefore, it presents an interesting observation that could be made. BLM is really a spiritual depravity energized through black magic. And furthermore, it's strange to me that 15 decapitated and gutted animals were found in Texas on Railroad Drive and Dyer Street around that area. I believe it was Dyer Street. Railroad, railroad, just like the railroad tracks in Atlanta. But this 
was called a satanic sacrifice, and the goats and chickens found in Atlanta was called Santeria. This was called a satanic sacrifice, satanic ritual in El Paso, Texas, the 15 gutted and decapitated animals. And then a man was found to have killed an animal or taken part in the killing of an animal in a ritual sacrifice in Georgia. When that happened, the media called it a satanic ritual and linked it to white supremacy. So it's thus really hard to understand. It's really odd that, you know, whereas Christianity has been linked to white supremacy, now even Satanism shares that link with a close association with anarchism and atheism, almost as if Western religious and spiritual practices are being replaced in this case with the most perverse element of African traditions and their more satanic versions. But it just keeps compounding. The daily and nightly threats of death, the threats of not fitting in, from the exploitation of Maslow's hierarchy of needs to the Bitterman framework for extracting false confessions and from nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields emanating from computer monitors to psychoelectric weapons, sound beaming, voice-to-skull technology, etc. There are countless methods to induce thought patterns artificially, to implant false memories, to read one's deepest, darkest thoughts. The psychological methods have recently been laid out in the last year by Yale University and clinicaltrials.gov, teaching people how to coerce their friends, their family, into taking vaccines before the vaccines were even fully manufactured, even before they were officially tested. Not using science, but the idea that we should trust in science, as if science is this deified thing. Emotions are more important. Postmodernism, psychology is religion. Coercion. Psychological methods have also been laid out in the American Medical Association's COVID-19 paper on how to get people to take vaccines, to how to convince people that vaccines are safe, not based on science, based on psychology. To coerce people into accepting their demands. There are other methods, too, of a more mystical or magical nature. The New England Journal of Medicine in 2020 reported that not only did masks offer little to no protection outside of healthcare facilities, and that goes back to the early 90s where they found that masks provided virtually no protection, even in a medical setting, but that the mask itself was nothing more than a, and this is the word that the New England Journal of Medicine uses, a talisman, an object with magic powers thought to bring good luck. This is the prestigious New England Journal of Medicine, and they called a mask a talisman. It's a little bit different than something that you've you might have heard as a form of rhetoric in that of uh, hygiene theater. But it's a talisman. It's a magical object with magical powers thought to bring good luck, thought to bring protection. Not only are we less, you know, not less superstitious today, we perhaps are more superstitious today, or at least as superstitious as any of our ancestors. We need to understand that this is what really controls and runs the world. This kind of magic. And that's what we're going to look at to attempt to understand so that we can provide defensive methods against the coercive nature of this black magic. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Stay with us. We'll be back. RDGable at Yahoo.com. The music, White Bat Audio. Stay with us.
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something astounding with you. It's no mistake that Delta equals four numerically, and that with its three sides equals seven, the number of revelations that heralds the apocalypse to build a new kingdom on the ashes of the old. The new kingdom is not firstly God's, though, but a false prophet who will be crowned, the Corona. His kingdom is seven years long, but it's cut in half. Delta means change and authority and conveys a deep meaning in holding the eye of God and his infallible name Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. It's no mistake CG images of SARS-CoV-2 have little triangles or that Delta waves place people into a diseased, unstable state of mind. It's no mistake the biggest global conspiracy is one of depopulation, that its logo is supposedly a triangle, and that Delta extracted from the Norse Volknut means fertility. These are the patterns that we see in the observations that we make on The Secret Teachings Radio, five nights a week broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us rdgable at yahoo.com. 
You are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. I know that I'm pulling your mind in a lot of different directions, but there's a lot of stuff that we need to think about and we need to put into parallel and context with each other in order to understand that there's a much deeper meaning or a much higher purpose to all of these different subjects. I keep thinking about what we talked about last night, Santeria and Ifa, these two Afro-Caribbean-like religions that came out of southern or southwestern Africa. Santeria has actually been in the news recently because of the killing of a number of animals linked to the Santeria practice. And in these stories, although it's a little bit shocking, there doesn't seem to be any kind of blame or, or, or social disgust levied by the media against those perpetrating these acts of slaughter, these acts of abuse to animals. And I find it interesting because there was a man in the South who recently in May was found to have been connected to, he was let out on bond, the murder of an animal in a ritual sacrifice in Georgia, but the media said that it was linked to white supremacy. And what makes that even more interesting is that the Yoruba people in southwestern Africa, where you get some of these traditions like Ifa or Santeria, uh, these beliefs that we call Santeria or Ifa, the foundation for BLM as well, they're a little bit different than what the Yoruba people probably practice because a lot of these are just a combination of African and Caribbean religions mixed together with Roman Catholic components, very similar to voodoo. And they grew out of the slave trade. They're kind of like the spiritual practices, or, or rather, they're to slaves, the spiritual practices, um, uh, much like uh, the, the spiritual hymns that you might have learned about in school, the hymns that slaves would sing. Now, of course, slaves... We're not held by every single white person. Of course, the United States of America is the only country to formally declare that slavery is wrong and repugnant to human nature and to uh, you know God-given liberty. Were there others that opposed that idea? And are there still people like this today? Yes, they've just learned that Rather than holding slaves physically, it's best to hold them intellectually and politically and to extract resources from them by providing them with a little bit of money so that they continue to vote for one political party as opposed to the other. There's a a new form of slavery using blacks and anybody else for that matter. So you have this, this, this spiritual religious angle and you have all these animals that have been decapitated, have been murdered from uh, Georgia, from Atlanta, uh, on the Chattahoochee River, up to New Jersey even. Uh, this guy killed a bunch of animals in his apartment, all connected to Santeria. And the goat is one of the, uh, the important animals in these stories that have been killed over and over and over again. Now, 
A lot of people are provoked irrationally to paranoia and fear by many of the images that we relate to Satanism as specifically related to the goat. And although there is something to be said of its common relation to Saturn by Capricorn, the goat has commonly throughout history been burdened with superstitious fears, doubts, and sins, and then sacrificed for atonement, the scapegoat. Here we find part, not only for the basis of the scapegoat, um, which was a, an actual goat, which was stressed with all the sins of a community, driven from the town and killed in belief that all wrongdoings or thoughts would be forgiven. But the sacrificing of a literal goat, not just the symbolic excommunicating of a goat from the community, in a, in a ritual procession, the sacrificing of a little literal goat was a misunderstanding and, and for some cultures a result of ignorance concerning the principles of sacrifice. For others, they literally sacrifice goats. The murmuring of words and displays of signs that are unknown or without meaning, uh, you know, these are all barbaric forms of magical practice. Doing things that you don't understand, saying things you don't understand, in languages you don't speak, using symbols you don't, don't understand, pumping your fist in the air, these... For something you don't comprehend fully, it's better to be referred to as black magic, Goetia, or sorcery. Hallucinations are thought more insured by ridiculous practices and evocations than by rites or formula. Hallucinations. A lot of people are hallucinating because of ridiculous ritualistic practices and ridiculous evocations, which keep intelligence in a, in a conscious state. Elephus Levi writes of these practitioners, quote, the sorcerer devotes himself to fatality, adjures reason, renounces the hope of immortality, and then sacrifices children. Of course, the latter, uh, the, 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 the latter sacrifice is, is literal and metaphoric, as children may be symbolically sacrificed, having their minds subjected to dark arts or hallucinations. In order to achieve that which is desired, all must be dared in order to achieve all. In other words, other words, we, we find um, the axiom of sorcerers and their associated horrors, which include bewitchments, sacraments to reptiles, blood, and child sacrifice. Many of the symbols and tales of diabolism, black magic, witchcraft, and the black mass are shrouded in a mist of the darkest claims attributed to magical practices, though they did not necessarily take place in this way. There are people who take these, these ideas and they carry them out to the furthest uh, abhorrent extent. Stories of human sacrifice, of the child specifically, are generally misunderstood. As what was considered a child, virgin or a virgin kid, was reference only to a goat. Human sacrifice is, much like animal sacrifice, found all throughout history. Various religions, various practices, some are literal, some are figurative, some are not so, so metaphoric, some are a little bit more metaphoric, some are a combination of both, in essence hard to trace the exact root of some of these beliefs, but the goat is at the center, the scapegoat, the goat that is sacrificed. Now, in the last year, to the last year and a half, we have seen certain portion of the human population burdened with all the responsibilities, all the horrors, all the sins, all the things that are bad, that are evil, that are sick and driven out of civil society, which makes it not so civil for one to do such a thing, and condemned 
for their diabolic, horrific, degrading, anti-human, or subhuman behaviors. How dare you, in a civil society, not do what we tell you to do? You know who those people are. They're the ones that have become second-class citizens. They're white, they're black, they're Hispanic, they're Asian, they're rich, they're poor, they're smart, they're not as bright. They're people that choose to think for themselves. They're people that choose to maintain private property. They're people that choose to believe in whatever they choose to believe in without letting other people influence them. They're people that, in essence, live a much more free and a much more open life by preserving something of the self and something of the family and something of privacy and morals and intellect. They think for themselves. That's a very dangerous thing to a tyrant. Very, very, very dangerous thing to a lord or a god of chaos and destruction that wants to see the world burn just for the sake of watching the flames and listening to the crackle and the pop. I'm sure a lot of people have been made even more nervous and even more burdened by the recent September 9th executive order from the White House. Executive order on requiring coronavirus disease 2019 vaccination for federal employees. If you read the executive order, it's very short. And and in section number four, subsection B, it says this order shall be implemented consistent with applicable law and subject to the availability of appropriations. In other words, this executive order is not a law and that it is subject to the laws, meaning that the Civil Rights Act still applies, Title VII, Section 42, U.S. Code, the definition of religion as a belief, observance, and practice still applies. Just because the Pope, or a priest, or a pastor, or a shaman, or whomever, says that it's not against your religion to take a vaccine, particularly for COVID-19, is irrelevant because those are not necessarily your beliefs, your observances, or your practices. If you sincerely have these beliefs, observances, and practices under 42 U.S. Code, Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act, and others, then you are exempt And you must state and declare your exemption like a declaration of independence from the tyrants that wish to oppress, that wish to coerce, especially without informed consent in violation for medical experimentation of the Nuremberg Code. I have received literally hundreds of emails from listeners like you from Washington State, And a gentleman named Sean, who runs a a group of paramedics in Washington State, a couple hundred paramedics, I think he said 159 or something like that under him, including him 160, to right here, right down the road in Rochester, New York, nurses at some of the local hospitals listening to this show, The Secret Teachings. I didn't know I had nurses at the local hospitals listening to this show. And from Washington State, to New York, down south to Florida, 
all across the country. I've gotten emails from people, mostly people in New York and Portland area and, you know, Oregon, California, where you have very little ability to live as a free human being. Probably still better than a lot of other countries, but nonetheless, I've had hundreds of people email me. I'm not bragging to you. I'm telling you, hundreds of people have emailed me and they have asked me, can I have the declaration that you wrote, that you talked about on your show, I sincerely object to tyranny. And I've sent out hundreds of those example template declarations. They are not submissions. They are declarations. I sent those out to people all over the country. Sent them out for schools as well as for work. They are not meant to be copied and pasted. They are meant to be used as a template. I send a little disclaimer, letting you know that you need to adjust it to what you sincerely believe. You don't use it for fraud. It's not legal advice. It's my opinion and how I would handle the situation. I still have those forums if you're interested in them. rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. And I also have something else for you if you're interested. This executive order doesn't really make me that nervous, but then again, I don't work for a federal agency, and I don't work for a business as of yet requiring vaccination, but I have an ace in the hole if that ever was to happen. I've actually written this declaration that I've given out to people for schools and for workplaces. They're basically the same, but adjusted. And you'll have to adjust it to your situation and to your sincerely held beliefs, of course, under Section 42 of U.S. Law and Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act. But everything you need is there in those exemption letter template examples. I also have a third file I've been sending out with all the information and all the links for my declaration for legal things. And recently, I put together a list of all the very important studies conducted on masks and transmission of viral particulates. And I have a file for that now as well, if you'd like that file. I've been sending that out for over a year. Finally updated it. But I've just been sending out a copy and paste in an email. Now I have the work and school exemptions. I have a paper that has all the information in it. There's three files and a fourth file with multiple pages of mask data. And it tells you the title of the study, the date. There's a link to it if you open up the file. And it gives you the very important information in the study about masks. And while I was looking this up, I thought I should probably include three other things in this piece of paper. Number one, in April of 2020, the World Health Organization, according to a USA Today headline, agrees with more than 200 medical experts that COVID-19 may, there's the key word, may spread via the air. However, in the study, it, quote, did not look at gas clouds of patients infected with SARS-CoV-2 virus, end quote. It simply, quote, hypothesized. But yet the words World Health Organization, medical experts, and spread via the air. Spread via the social contagion through media and social media. And people believed, oh my God, it's spreading through the air. We're all doomed. A day before that, However, Nature magazine published this. Is the coronavirus airborne? Experts can't agree. 
so much for expert opinion. Experts can't agree. April 2nd, 2020, and this said, Scientists in the United States have shown in the laboratory that the virus can survive in an aerosol and remain infectious for at least three hours. What they didn't tell you is, although they tell you in the study, although the conditions in the study were highly artificial. So, experts can't agree if it's airborne, and the only way they can create an airborne transmission, not even transmission to induce sickness, but just transmission in the air, of a particle is through a, quote, highly artificial, end quote, condition. And a day later, says in the USA Today, studies did not look at gas clouds of patients infected with SARS-CoV-2. So what are they looking at? It's all an artificial laboratory environment. And a few weeks before that, February of 2020, according to a paper published in the New England Journal of Medicine, there was something called asymptomatic transmission. Well, According to Science Mag, and according to the information in that study, here's the headline. Study claiming new coronavirus can be transmitted by people without symptoms was flawed. Turns out the information was wrong in the New England Journal of Medicine. Of course, just because it's published in the New England Journal of Medicine or the Lancet doesn't mean that it is the word of God. It's just harder to get published in those publications because they have stricter methods for deciding whether something is scientifically applicable if you've done what you needed to do to get into the journal. But with those three stories there, asymptomatic transmission study was flawed. Nobody picks that up. Nobody considers that today. Experts can't agree if the virus is airborne. They can only identify it in artificial laboratory conditions. And in some of those conditions, they didn't even look at gas clouds of patients affected with SARS-CoV-2. They just hypothesized. Because if I spit, I could spit a couple of feet. I could sneeze a couple of feet. Doesn't mean I'm transmitting a virus if you don't isolate the virus and determine if that virus is actually causing sickness. It's all based on fraud. And so, tonight's not a COVID-19 show, but I went through all those studies and I put together all the reports from the CDC to the Various medical and scientific journals, the AAPS, Physicians and Surgeons Association of America, where they just outright tell you in all these studies, masks don't work, masks are useless, masks could maybe work if they're utilized with other things like washing your hands, etc. Masking in general is useless, it's worthless, it could actually make you sick for a number of reasons. You keep touching your face, and it's still based on germ theory. And then the mask studies go back to 2009, 2010, 2012, 2015, 2017, where they're talking about influenza and how masks are useless with that as well. And so I put that together, and I can send that to you if you want. It's got links to everything. You know, I don't just make things out of, you know, thin air. Not the Federal Reserve, don't just pull things out of my ass, this isn't jackass, this is, I'm doing the research, I'm finding it, and I'm presenting it to you. And in the midst of that, I found an article that I had not read before. It's from the New England Journal of Medicine, May of 2020. I'm going to tell you what this article said, because although you might be a little bit nervous, ah, God, it's another COVID-19 show. Ah, man, I told my friends to listen to this show, and now these guys talking about COVID-19 again. I thought we were talking about magic tonight. Oh, we are going to talk about magic tonight. In fact, I'm not going to talk about it. The New England Journal of Medicine is going to talk about it. 
literally. Here's the article. Universal masking in hospitals in the COVID-19 area. And this is what pissed me off so much. I know there's always that one person who's like, oh my God, it's COVID-19 masks again. Can't you talk about something else? I don't know how else you'd like me to address this, but this is probably one of the most unique ways you can look at this subject. Let me, let me just give me a second to explain, okay? Please give me a second. Really pisses me off when one person does that. I know there's always oh, it's another COVID-19 show. How short is your attention span? Really, how short is your attention span? You can't listen to all the details. I mean, get a piece of paper, write the notes down. We know, according to the New England Journal of Medicine, this is their quote, we know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. That's a quote from the New England Journal of Medicine because they've known that for over a decade. In fact, they've known that since the 1990s. Even in laboratory or medical-like settings, a mask provides virtually no protection. In 1991, they were unable, and this isn't the New England Journal of Medicine, this is a separate study, they were unable to show that in a, in, a, in a medical operating setting that a mask provided any protection to the patient. And I mean, I, I, don't want to, I wouldn't want somebody to spit in my open wound, but it provided very little protection in terms of transmissibility of viruses and bacteria. It's according to the science. That's what it says. Common sense might say otherwise. Some science might say otherwise, but that doesn't mean that Science is right or wrong. Science is a method. It's the people that use science that can be right or wrong because they use it to manipulate and to coerce. That's what it's all about. It's about magic. So let's listen to what the article says. What is clear, however, is that universal masking alone is not a panacea. A mask will not protect providers caring for a patient with active COVID-19 if it's not accompanied by meticulous hand hygiene, eye protection gloves, and a gown. A mask alone will not prevent healthcare workers with early COVID-19 from contaminating their hands and spreading the virus to patients and colleagues. Focusing on universal masking alone may paradoxically lead to more transmission of COVID-19 if it diverts attention from implementing more fundamental infection control measures. I told this to people last year, and people asked me, what can we do at a business? Should we change our gloves out after every transaction? Should be wearing should be we we be wearing the masks? And I said, well, I don't prescribe to germ theory, but if you do prescribe to germ theory, here's the problem: you're going to need to change your gloves every single transaction. You're going to need to wear goggles if you're worried about getting sick. But then somehow, the idea of getting sick was translated into getting others sick. So a PPE, a personal protective equipment, was turned into an other person protective equipment, an OPE. P-E, and OPPE, other person protective equipment. You down with OPP? You down with OPPE? Other people protective equipment. It's your fault now for getting other people sick. So here's what the New England Journal of Medicine says. If you followed along, now we get to the magic. Masks are visible reminders of an otherwise invisible yet widely prevalent pathogen and may remind people of the importance of social distancing and other infection control measures. It is also clear that masks serve symbolic roles. Masks are not only tools, they are also talismans that may help increase healthcare workers' perceived sense of safety, well-being, and trust in their hospitals. Although such reactions may not be strictly logical, we are all subject to fear and anxiety, especially during times of crisis. Of course, one may argue that fear and anxiety are better countered with data and education than with a marginally beneficial mask 
particularly in light of the worldwide mask shortage, according this is according to the New England Journal of Medicine, but it is difficult to get clinicians to hear this message in the heat of the current crisis. Masks may reduce anxiety, but they provide no other health benefits. They actually can create not only um, a reduced sense of anxiety based on the fear of getting sick, they can actually create anxiety. They can induce anxiety and fear and terror of what could happen to other people if you don't have your mask on right. What could happen to you if other people don't wear a mask, even if you're wearing one, even if you're wearing it right? Even if you've had three to 15 shots, you could still get sick. Other people could still get sick. doesn't matter if the original studies are all fraudulent. doesn't matter if it's all made up. According to the official data, I'll send it to you. I've got it right here. In my book, The Technological Elixir, I even have the original studies, and they couldn't even find that SARS-CoV-2 caused COVID-19. They can't find that in Australia. That's why they just changed the reporting data. So it's all an illusion. It's all CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and all your nightly news comedy shows and your extremist, extremist, extremist left-wing politicians and the communists and the Marxists and all the tyrants and authoritarians, all the petty tyrants, all the Fauci's, the four-foot-six Fauci's with their AIDS and HIV bioweapons and their funding of bioweapons laboratories and gain-of-function research and lying to Congress, lying directly to the face of Senator Rand Paul, perjuring themselves, committing a felony on television, on social media, showing it to the world, violating the, the Nuremberg Code, the Helsinki Declaration, human rights law, international law, federal law, constitutional law, state law, human decency and common sense. All right there in your face. But you can't see it because you have a mask on. A mask that, as the New England Journal of Medicine correctly stated, is nothing more than a talisman. And what is a talisman? A talisman is an object with magic powers thought to bring good luck. And so from 9-11, the anniversary last Saturday, and the shrines of Babylon... This weird Moderna vaccine vial chandelier that a Colorado nurse made at the same time that Moderna was being pulled in Japan for black and pink substance contamination with metallic particles that relate to artificial ferritin cells that are turned into that are turned into magnetic cells. They're not ferritin cells. They're ferritin put in the cells to make them magnetic, magnetoproteins, controlling the brain through optogenetics and chemogenetics, lasers, lights, and drugs, and all the other things like hydrogels and vaccines using hydrogels and, 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 and retired uh, Colonel Hepburn working for DARPA with their little green gel, hydrogel-like substance. Monitors the body like electrocuticles and smart dust, all things we've talked about recently on the show. These are shrines of Babylon. They are shrines of Babel. They are shrines of the Tower of Babel. But we are building a false kingdom on the ashes of God's world, replacing the organic world with a synthetic world, as I've said over and over again. And from 9-11 in the shrines of Babylon to the ritual killings of animals linked to Santeria or the social movements like BLM linked to Ifa. Yoruba, Southwestern African 
religious practices that are being exploited and used by the same people that are responsible ideologically for the slave trade. Santeria growing out of, like voodoo, out of Catholic and Afro or Afro-Caribbean, African and Caribbean and Catholic beliefs. Magic certainly is the most common practice running the world and running our minds. And there are other things that run our minds. You know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Food, water, companionship, things like that. You know, Betterman's framework for extracting false confessions, we talked about it a lot last year. Virtually everything that's been done in the last year and a half comes directly from Bitterman's framework, Albert Bitterman from the 1950s, framework for extracting false confessions out of prisoners. Number one, you isolate them. Just a two-week lockdown. Monopolize perception. You do this through physical isolation. You fix attention upon immediate predicaments. Three, induced debility and exhaustion. After a year and a half, I think we're way past the exhaustion point. We've now acquiesced and accepted through coercion and psychological torture what some people want us to do. We've been threatened what will happen if we don't do it. We've been given occasional indulgences. Hey, the lockdown's over for a little bit. Hey, the mask mandate's lifted for a little bit. You don't have to participate in either one regardless, at least here in the United States of America, our constitutional republic. But people do this anyway. They participate regardless. You give people a little bit of freedom, you take it away again. Demonstrating omnipotence. And no matter what you do, this will never end. No matter what you do, how many vaccines you get, how many masks you wear, how many times you virtue signal, how many times you display your psychopathic, Machiavellian, narcissistic, egotistic, self-centered ways to other people to be not only the person who holds moral superiority, but the person who is also a victim. You are still, in everything that you do, in every action you take, Worthless and useless. And any idea that you should do something different is also worthless and useless because resistance in any way, shape, or form is as useless as coercion and participation. At least that's what they want you to think. They want you to think that if you participate, it'll all be over soon. Coercion. We know we're being coerced. We'll do it anyway. It'll all be over soon. And those that resist... They're the ones that are causing the problem. Number seven and number eight, degradation and enforcing trivial demands. All of what's happened in the last year and a half, part of the psychologist Albert Bitterman's framework for extracting false confessions, a exploitation of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I mean, hell, you can read patents on technology like TV, computer monitors, where through the flicker rate, you can literally control someone's thoughts, literally control someone's mind. U.S. Patent 650-6148B2. Physiological effects observed in a human subject in response to simulation of the skin with weak electromagnetic fields that are pulsed with certain frequencies. 
to excite sensory resonance. Many computer monitors and TV tubes, when displaying pulsed images, emit pulsed electromagnetic fields of sufficient amplitudes to cause such excitation, and it goes on. And my friend, uh, who's also a co-host on this show, he sent me an interesting uh, email yesterday. I was already preparing for tonight's show, and it was a video of David Icke. David Icke talking about people who say that they've been recently feeling as if they have been hearing voices in their heads telling them to get a vaccine. That it's okay, it's safe, just get a vaccine. It's okay, just do it. Just do it. You know, like Nike, just do it. And I said, um, I'm already preparing a show on that, uh, on the psychological methods that have been laid out by uh, clinicaltrials.gov and the American Medical Association, a COVID-19 guide that another listener, Joseph Lavelle, sent us, very similar to the clinicaltrials.gov Yale University report on vaccine messaging, all using manipulation, all using the lack of informed consent, coercive consent, to manipulate people into accepting their demands, all done in the name of those same magical words, safety, 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 in the same way after 9-11. Patriotism, patriotism, never forget, never forget, never forget. It's all an exercise in magical ritual. Every single component, every single element of it. When we come back from break, we're going to get into the AMA's COVID-19 guide. Look at the clinicaltrials.gov, Yale University, vaccine messaging paper. Look more into talismans and see how from Maslow's hierarchy to Bitterman's framework to nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from computer monitors to psychoelectric weapons to sound beaming, voice to skull technology. There are countless methods to induce thought patterns artificially implant false memories and to read one's deepest thoughts, or to even implant thoughts like Inception. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Subscribe, grab a book, support the show. We'll be back. Lighting the void with the secret teachings of all ages. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. 
Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something very interesting with you. It's no mistake that the CDC began recommending masks in April of 2020, and that people immediately had trouble adapting or breathing, just a few weeks before George Floyd died in Minneapolis. After his death, people began chanting, I can't breathe, on May 26th. It's no mistake that in June, this man with black skin, who had been turned into a god, was placed into a golden coffin, a real-life reenactment of the killing of Osiris in Egyptian myth. It's no coincidence the same month that this took place in the Twin Cities, a twin summit was taking place with the World Economic Forum, the implications of which we look at on The Secret Teachings. And these are the patterns and observations that we make on the show five nights a week, broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. So are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volume, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and live pleasure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. What are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of the Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. TLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
You're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. We are broadcasting on the Fringe FM as we do Monday through Friday. If you missed an episode or you'd like to go back and listen to an episode, subscribe to our growing show archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. Get access to all the shows, the montages, my digital books, and when you subscribe for one year, which is by far the best deal, you get a physical copy, autographed if you'd like, with free shipping in the United States, and we do ship outside the country as well of one of my books, either Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. You can read reviews of those books and more on the website. Each book has its own page. Whether you buy a book, subscribe to the show, or become a patron on our Patreon page, which is also linked up on the website, your subscription, your book, purchase, your patronage supports the secret teachings. You've been helped by the example exemption templates that I've sent out or the mask information I've sent out, compiling literally hours upon hours upon days upon weeks of research and digging. Please consider supporting the show in those ways or making a donation to the show to help continue that research with parallel and alongside of what we do here on The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday. Also, separate from The Fringe FM, I have been promoting The Fringe on this other network, and I'll continue to do that as well as mentioning that on Saturday mornings, I have a one-hour broadcast on Aftermath.fm. Yes, it is a competitor. Yes, I've spoken to Joe Roop about it, but I enjoy Aftermath. I am friends and close with Ron Patton and Clyde, and I've gotten to know Mike and Emmett and some other people over there and uh, wanted to do a little bit of something else on the weekends with them, so they've been nice to give me that spot. I promoted the Fringe on their network a little bit, and uh, maybe not so much the Fringe is just my show to keep it neutral, and again, I'm not going to promote Aftermath per se, but I'm going to promote my show Saturday mornings on Aftermath. In the mornings, you can check out that whole archive. I'll have it up. We've gone two weeks now, and I'll have that whole thing up. On our website, I'm still trying to decide what I'd like to make it a part of, just our archive or just exclusive to patrons. Patreon, I'm going to figure that out soon. Again, our website, thesecretteachings.info. Email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. I've got probably 125 emails from people looking for those exemption forms, you know, hundreds on mask data. Be happy to send it to you. Doesn't cost anything. If you support what we do, Please, of course, support the show. RDGable at Yahoo.com. I did get an email from a friend of mine, one of our co-hosts, Jack. He sent me an interesting video of someone who we've had on the show many times before, David Icke. And David Icke was talking about people who are hearing voices in their heads, in their minds, telling them that it's, it's okay. Get a vaccine. They're safe. It's okay. I'm wondering if people are hearing that in their heads and they're hearing like Dr. Fauci's voice. It's safe and effective. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. We've done all the studies. It's like, yeah, um, chemical companies do studies on atrazine. And you know that the federal government allows that those chemical companies can do their own studies and can present their own studies. And when they do... 
independent studies. They're usually paid for by the industry. So safe and effective means very little, whether it's for glyphosate or it's for a vaccine. Not to mention that most polio cases now are caused by the vaccine and in places where you have filth and poverty, you get people that are sick from contaminated water with feces, so you get things like cholera outbreaks and smallpox, and it's a product of environmental toxicity for a number of different reasons. Psychologically speaking, though, I don't know if we could even call hearing a voice in the brain, in the mind, whatever it might be, I don't know if we can call that psychological. I think it might be more technical. You know, what David Icke was talking about and what my friend Jack had sent me was suggesting that there's some kind of technology being used to to beam these ideas into people's heads. And, you know, I've said for a long time, and, you know, if I don't promote myself a lot, but I go and I pick up a copy of one of my books on the bookshelf on occasion, one of the ones I've written, and I look at it and I think, you know, this might not be, you know, Pulitzer Prize winning, but I'm a damn fine writer. You know, I, I never really had a, never really had an ability to appreciate, you know, myself or recognize what I've built. But, you know, in the last couple of years, I've really patted myself on the back, you know, and you can call it egotistic, you can call it bragging. I just, I'm proud of myself. And I think that, that I can do that and not succumb to ego. I'm proud of myself. And I just want other people to see the stuff that I've that I've found, especially if it's, you know, very unique. And I open up my book, The Technological Elixir, and I flip through it sometimes, and I see things that I kind of forgot that I wrote about. And one thing that I went to my book, The Technological Elixir, for was for some prep work for tonight's show. And I thought, what, what could be better than uh, talking about the various kinds of mind control techniques that are used to coerce people into doing things that they otherwise might not do. Coercion has kind of been one of the words of the year so far. And I thought about that because I really wanted to tie together last week's shows on the shrines of Babel and the rituals that have preceded 9-11 to all those dead goats and dead chickens and dead animals in the Chattahoochee River and near railroad tracks in Atlanta and in a guy's apartment in New Jersey, all linked to the Centaria religion and the beliefs of the Yoruba people in southwest Africa, with another connection to the Ifa practice and the perversion of, in my opinion, the perversion of the Ifa practice and the praying to the Iyami Aji, drawing down the moon and becoming the Aji, as we saw one of the founders of Black Lives Matter do in their spiritual rituals, when really, you know, their actions are more like uh, spiritually depraved and energized through black magic. And we, we've looked at a lot of this stuff and seen how it all kind of comes together in this, under this one headline of, you know, from 9-11 in the shrines of Babylon to the ritual killings of animals linked to Santeria, magic is certainly the most common practice running the world and running our minds. Magic is done subconsciously. Magic is done unconsciously. Magic isn't something that you need a, a, a sonic weapon to produce effects with. You, like, you don't need to have a, have a machine induce this kind of behavior. It can be done psychologically. It can be done magically, ritualistically. 
And there's, of course, a direct parallel between what is psychological and what is magical. Magic is psychology in a lot of ways. So I've been saying for years now, and others have been saying probably long before I was born, that if you have an ability to, let's just simply say, advertise to people through novel ways of broadcasting uh, you know, your, your various marketing schemes, there's, there's got to be a way to get into the brain to extract information. Some researchers have developed external methods to stimulate the brain without the need for a microchip. According to a report from Nature in 2016, external brain stimulation goes very deep. Applying electrical currents to mouse skulls suggests a method to activate remote regions in the brain without the need for surgery. We already know that MIT researchers found a way to isolate certain brain cells involved in individual memories and then delete or replace them. And in this way, memories could be switched on and off at the will of the operator. With the applying of electrical currents directly to the skull, the brain could be stimulated or equally shut down without the need for a microchip. And just imagine the abuses, the, 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 the horrendous abuses of this external brain stimulation if utilized by advertisers, governments, or hackers and thieves. A few variations of this method of external stimulation are already being used to promote products or advertise to potential customers. The train company Sky Deutschland developed a technology to direct signals through windows silently into the heads of those leaning against them. Like voice to skull technology. According to the Telegraph article in 2013, the voice comes from a Sky-branded transmitter made by Adiva that is attached to the train windows. End quote. The transmissions work by using bone conductions, also used in hearing aids and headphones, to, quote, pass sound to the inner ear via vibrations to the skull. End quote. Of course, this technology has not been utilized widely, publicly anyway, that we are aware of. It's being developed in many forms. An article from Advertising Age in 2007, 2007 was a story about advertising a television series on A&D through voices implanted in the head. To promote the show, advertisers used technology to directly implant signals from a billboard into the heads of those passing near. The headline reads, Hear Voices? It may be an ad. The article explains this, quote, The billboard uses technology manufactured by Holosonic, that transmits an audio spotlight from a rooftop speaker so that the sound is contained within your cranium. The technology, ideal for museums and libraries or environments that require a quiet atmosphere for isolated audio slideshows, has rarely been uh, used or seen on such a scale before. For random passerby and residents who have to walk unwittingly through the area where the voice will penetrate their inner peace, it's another story. And in fact, another story published by the Associated Press last year in 2020, reported this. New device puts music in your head. No headphones required. This technology is called sound beaming. It's an audio technology developed by Novito Systems, and it uses, quote, a 3D sensing module and locates and tracks the ear position, sending audio via ultrasonic waves to create sound pockets by the user's ear, the ears. Sound can be heard in stereo or a spatial 3D mode that creates 360 degrees around, around them, like a, like a surround sound uh, of the listener, around the listener. According to the Associated Press, Novito expects these devices 
will have plenty of practical uses from allowing office workers to listen to music or conference calls without interrupting colleagues or letting someone play a game, move your music without disturbing their significant others. You could just put headphones in, but, you know, it's too complicated. Of course, it could also be used to drive someone crazy by placing voices into their head. I wrote that in the Technological Elixir. The method by which external brain stimulation occurs, as explained in the aforementioned article from Nature, is described here. The brain's neurons respond to low frequencies, and so these high-frequency currents pass through the tissue without affecting it. They go on to explain brain stimulation techniques that apply electrodes to a person's scalp and how they seem to be safe. And proponents say that the method can improve some brain functions. Oh, great, it can improve your brain function, including enhancing intelligence and relieving depression. Yeah, because you don't know you're depressed anymore because you're on audio forums of psychotronic SSRI drugs. Some of these claims are much better supported by research than others, but such techniques are limited because they cannot reach deep into the brain, like into the deeper regions. Of course, there's always the promise of enhancing intelligence. Always the promise of relieving depression. It's always safe and effective. It can always make you feel better. How about sonic weapons? You know, in the late 1950s, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow was bombarded with microwaves. Those microwaves were intended to jam surveillance equipment inside and outside of the building. As a result, two U.S. ambassadors died and another became ill. Other workers reported eye ticks, headaches, and even heavy menstrual flows. In the 1970s, U.S. intelligence detected a pulsating signal while monitoring radar and electromagnetic signals from the Soviet Union. I'm sure most of you Remember this in the 70s, the signals modulated at a rate of several times per second and resembled the sound of a woodpecker. The signal was eventually traced back to a massive transmitter array near Kiev, Ukraine. After making the discovery, some people in the northwestern United States and in Canada began complaining in large numbers about pressure headaches, fatigue, insomnia, numbness, anxiety, etc., including high-pitched ringing in the ears. The woodpecker signal, as it became known and is known today, was specifically targeting Washington State and Eugene, Oregon, which suffered the most. Soon after, the U.S. government sold the Soviets a supermagnet for this very same program, along with a team of scientists, to help install the device. Of course, it was known then, as it is now, that damage to the nervous system and brain are a few of the results of using this technology. It's also known that sonic or microwave weapons can cause seizures, cardiac arrest, and kill somebody, give them a heart attack, muscle spasms, nausea, anxiety. And so, we go back to 2013. A man who opened fire at the Washington Naval Yard, Aaron Alexis. You know, Aaron Alexis complained prior to the shooting that people were talking to him through the walls of his hotel. The Associated Press revealed a police report showing how Aaron had contacted law enforcement and, quote, complained to police in Rhode Island that people were talking to him through the walls and ceilings of his hotel room and sending microwave vibrations into his body to deprive him of sleep. The article also revealed how he etched the words, quote, my elf weapon, end quote, on the shotgun and used it in the killings. Of course, elf is extremely low frequency waves, which have been shown to induce a state of apathy, docility, and suggests stability. In other words, mind control. In other words, the delta wave length. 
the delta wave length. The delta wave length. Of course, Aaron Alexis is very similar to James Holmes. Year before that shooting, James Holmes, 2012, Aurora, Colorado, worked with DARPA and the Department of Defense on a program called Peak Soldier Performance. Of course, the Virginia Tech shooting in 2007 also involved a man, Sing Hu Cho, who was recruited by the Central Intelligence Agency. DARPA and the DOD are also responsible for funding the Moderna vaccines for mRNA. They were also reportedly involved in the cleanup of Moderna vaccines in Monongalia County, Morgantown, West Virginia, where I lived and went to high school for many years. Airspace was shut down a few days ago when a Moderna vaccine truck crashed. They had to clean up the area because of the oil and things like that from the truck, but for some reason, the airspace was shut down, and there are reports the DOD was involved, probably because the Moderna vaccine is their product, their baby. They're probably a little bit worried that Japan pulled those Moderna vials for black and pink contaminants that were metallic in nature. All things that you can hear on other episodes of The Secret Teachings in our archive, some of the recent shows we've done in the last two weeks. And you know, I really just want to bring you hard and factual and interesting information. And I don't like it when people, you know, claim that I'm I'm like name dropping or something. I always feel that I need to preface that. But I go back to August, August twenty fifth, two thousand was it seventeen? It was a long time ago. I was uh, traveling with a friend of mine, Brad Olson, the author and uh, world explorer. Brad Olson, if I uh, remember correctly, I think he just had his How Weird Street Fair this week. I hope that went well for him. Maybe some of you got to go to that. Brad Olson and I were traveling, though. We went through uh, Portland, uh, Oregon, and we we met up with Clyde Lewis, and uh, we did a show called Dane Bramage. Dane Bramage. And we talked about a lot of this stuff, and we said that the diplomats in Cuba were targeted directly or indirectly by some form of sonic weapon. And it took a couple of years for the mainstream media finally to acknowledge that. Just somewhat recently, the mainstream media acknowledged microwaves were suspected and sonic attacks on U.S. diplomats in Cuba and China. Another report from July of this year said as many as 200 Americans have now reported possible symptoms of Havana Syndrome, the very thing that they called the symptom complex of those diplomats. Of course, sonic weapons and various forms of electronic weapons have been used in the 50s in Moscow on a U.S. embassy. It's likely they were involved in the embassy in Cuba. And now Americans have also reported the similar, the similar side effects or the similar symptoms of exposure to these types of, these types of weapons or devices. You know, ringing of the ears, brain impairment, lack of coordination, vomiting, different types of things that are the effects of psychoelectric weapons. 
You know, LRADs have um, the uh, long-range acoustic devices have uh, loud disabling sounds that, you know, urge crowds to be dispersed. They also use microwave cannons for these things. Remember these? I mean, these, these are things that you probably heard about 10, 15 years ago. It's all based on the same type of technology. It's all the same type of technology. You know that the New York Times ran a headline last year? Report points to microwave attack as likely source of mystery illness. Wow, well, myself and Brad Olson and Clyde Lewis said that uh, August 25th, couple, it was in 2017, 2018. And a couple years later, they finally acknowledged that that's the case. Not because we're smart, just because like, hey, look, it's based on, uh, you know, long history of the usage of this type of technology. Now, you might be thinking, what does that have to do with magic? Well, magic, psychology, and stage magic, as much as any other form of practical, applicable magic, is based on diversion, sleight of hand. Even if you're sliding yourself, working on the subconscious, and you can do it for purposes of white, gray, or black. But the point is, we read the New England Journal of Medicine earlier, and the New England Journal of Medicine said that a mask is nothing but a talisman. You know what a talisman is, right? An object with magic powers thought to bring good luck. I have a whole bunch of stuff on talismans in my book, Occult Arcana, available on the website at thesecretteachings.info. And when we look at things like the hierarchy of needs being exploited or Bitterman's framework for extracting false confessions, all of those points being hit in the last year and a half from lockdowns to trivial demands, including masks, to nervous system manipulation, psychoelectric weapons, sound beaming, voice to skull. There are countless, countless just endless uh, methods to uh, induce thought patterns that are artificial in nature. To go into the deep recess of the mind and to extract or to implant memories or ideas. The psychological methods have been laid out directly by Yale and clinicaltrials.gov and the American Medical Association. All in relation to using manipulation rather than informed consent to coerce people into accepting their demands. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about the American Medical Association's COVID-19 guide. How it teaches to stick on points and regurgitate, repeat the rhetoric. This isn't about science. This is about psychology. Science is just a deity. Psychology is God. Psychology has replaced religion and God. We need to understand that. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this, but again, please go to the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive, grab a book, become a Patreon, support this show five nights a week on The Fringe, Monday through Friday. Got that one-hour show on Aftermath on Saturday mornings. Let me know what you want to see on the Patreon page, behind-the-scenes videos and more. Email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. rdgable at yahoo.com. The music tonight, White Bat Audio. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere.
you could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM but most importantly it supports you. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. 
If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight, no and you're listening to was The Secret Teachings. If I pull that off, will you die? It will be extremely painful. There are plans that are in place already manufacturing and getting ready. But also there will be a surprise outbreak. Was getting caught part of your plan? Of course. No plan is proceeding as expected. My mask! With these powers, I could be... My mask! A superhero! I should fight crime. Protect the innocent. But first, my Dr. Anthony S. Fauci. Speak of the devil. You're in the middle of an outbreak. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. The common denominator of physical distancing as well as wearing of a mask. And when we see that not happening, there's a concern that that might actually propagate further spread of infection. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Tell me that once you put the mask on, I'll never be the same again. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. I stepped the mask and wonder what kind of magic it could bring me. I could be a superhero! What if I could put it on? As well as wearing of a mask. And when we see that not happening, there's a concern. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. The objectality and deception. Scary mask is coming. We told so. Dr. Anthony S. Fauci. No expected. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. Dr. Anthony S. Fauci. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. Put your mask back on! I can't breathe! Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM. Monday through Friday, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Special edition of The Secret Teachings Weekends airs on Aftermath on Saturday mornings. The New England Journal of Medicine, May 21st, 2020, stated this, We know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. It is also clear that masks serve symbolic roles. Masks are not only tools... They are also talismans that may help increase healthcare workers' perceived sense of safety, well-being, and trust in their hospitals. It's a talisman, a magical object that grants magical powers, theatricality and deception, powerful agents to the uninitiated. 
powerful agents to those who don't question authority. Theatricality and deception. Last two years, year to year and a half to two years, have shown that there are people that literally want you to bend over and take it up the rear. From COVID-19 tests that test through the anus, they literally want you to bend over and take it up the back end. Specifically, they want you to do it by having this little Q-tip inserted two inches into the anus and then swirled around ten times before removal. A gross, grotesque ritual to show you who's really in charge. Something so contagious that you have to stand six feet away, some say 26 feet, yet to find the virus you have to shove a stick into someone's nose or now up their butthole. It's transmissible through flatulence, which comes through your underwear and pants, but a piece of cloth over the face protects others from your germs. See, masks are not only dehumanizing and disorienting, they contribute to a culture of antisocial behavior, further exacerbated by literally convincing people that their neighbor could kill them by breathing. BDSM, you know, bondage, discipline, sadism, masochism, or masochism. It's a sexual practice that now overlaps our reality. We've been bound with masks, quarantines, and lockdowns. We've been disciplined when we violate social rules or the new normal. Even if we are just minding our own business or running a business or following the actual laws opposed to words like mandate, require, etc. These words merely mean to order and request. They are not enforceable by any law, and no person can be prosecuted justly under their perceived tutelage. Whereas a sadist derives pleasure from inflicting pain or humiliation on others, the masochist or the masochist derives pleasure from inflicting pain or humiliation on themselves. The way that some people behave would seem to indicate that they are indeed deriving some form of pleasure by their assumption of societal authority, moral superiority when harassing or attacking those without a mask or who doesn't, they don't have a vaccine or whatever it might be, not social distancing. It's the masochist who derives the same pleasure by binding, disciplining, and shaming themselves. Oh my God, I don't have it on correctly. And as per this idea of shame, as it relates to sadism or masochism, here's something that I included in my book, The Technological Elixir, in the, in the newest edition, the updated chapter. Officially developed in Britain in the 16th century and used throughout Europe in the 17th and 18th centuries, the shame mask. It's an actual thing. The shame mask was intended to punish those found guilty of a societal crime, be it lying, eavesdropping, slander, etc. The masks were made out of metal, applied snugly around the head and locked into a muzzle. Some masks were more like torture devices. Some had exaggerated features like a long nose for someone who had lied. Shame masks were also referred to as the scold bridle, the scold referring to a woman who was a shrew or a liar, but they were also used on men as well. Mask wearing has also become more than simple compliance with authority despite honest science or law. It's more than people doing the right thing to protect others. It's more than a personal choice. Throughout antiquity and in the Modern times, entrance into secret societies and the mysteries of various cultures were restricted to a certain set of criteria that had to be followed for initiation. Like Bane said in Batman, theatricality and deception, powerful agents to the uninitiated. Or you can read about, you know, 
magical ceremonies with the magician. The initiate must abstain from impurities. We can read about how those impurities related to diet, socializing, and thinking. Initiates were to abstain from animal flesh, alcohol, social interaction, sex, and the like. They were required in certain ceremonies to wear specific clothing that often included a mask. I mean, even the World Economic Forum's you know, idea uh, through Event 201 and, the, and ultimately the Great Reset, uh, they say that by 2030 we'll be eating much less meat. We won't be able to eat meat. You know? And, you know, alcohol usage has increased. Depression and suicide have increased through 2020, 2021. Social interactions have been restricted. Quarantines, lockdowns, social distancing. It's a culture of BDSM. I've done two shows on it. BDSM, or uh, cultural BDSM part one, cultural BDSM part two. Not to mention the history of communist China and the usage of the mask as a way to collectivize the community into believing that the United States had launched a biological weapon on the people of China. turned out it was all a lie, and they squandered vast amounts of resources, medical and otherwise, and created social and economic hardships that were unnecessary to please Mao and to please the Communist Party. It's all a lie to control people. People had to round up pests, bugs, rats, because they carry the disease. You know, it's like I am legend, you know, the dark seekers, they are empowered by the, the virus. And others who don't have the virus, you know, who didn't get a you know a vaccine for the Crippen virus, they they see the people that are healthy, uninfected as the infected that need to be destroyed. That's the metaphor, not what mainstream news says. There's a conspiracy that people are going to be turned into dark seekers. No, it's a metaphor. And you know, magic is a really important thing that we need to understand. From the exploitation of Maslow's hierarchy to the Bitterman framework for extracting false confessions and from psychoelectric weapons and voice to skull to sound beaming technologies to electromagnetic fields emanating from computer monitors. There are endless, countless methods to go into the brain and to implant false memories, to extract memories, to implant ideas like inception, to remove ideas, to induce and develop artificial patterns of thought and behavior. They also call this behavioral nudging. And the psychological methods have recently been laid out by Yale and clinicaltrials.gov and as well as the American Medical Association, all in relation to using manipulation rather than informed consent to coerce people into accepting their demands, to using deified science in place of information that could be found through scientific investigation that would prove to be much better suited to the situation that is current, using psychology to replace religion and God, allowing emotions to have the day to run wild, to remain unchecked, allowing the demons to run amok, not putting them in the brass faces and putting them into the lake like Solomon. The New England Journal of Medicine says a mask is a talisman. Well, what is that talisman? It's an object with magic powers thought to bring good luck. Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. And from 9-11, the shrines of Babylon... Tower of Babel, the Twin Towers, Solomon's Temple, reason and logic, strength and beauty, science and philosophy, the Baconian pillars, Boaz and Jock, and the Masonic pillars, Solomonic pillars. Or as Eliphaz Levi said, the intellectual, the intelligent, as opposed to the moral, 
destroyed when the two towers come down. To the ritual killings of animals linked to Santeria and to Satanism. Linked to Ifa, social movements like BLM. Magic, absolutely, certainly, without a doubt, is the most common practice running the world and our minds. I've read this to you many times on the show. I've not heard it talked about elsewhere. It's a very important little document. Clinicaltrials.gov, COVID-19 Vaccine Messaging, Part 1, U.S. National Library of Medicine, the NIH. Who works at the NIH? First posted July 7th of 2020, last update July 21st of 2020, as per this printing. And it gives you a number of messages to get people to take a vaccine. This was before vaccines were even widespread. Were they, were they even available? Not really. They were supposedly in development at this time. But rather than waiting for science, waiting for all those safe and efficiency studies, Yale and the NIH decided to create a little bit of propaganda to convince you to take a vaccine without even showing you the science. They used messages like this. Personal freedom. You get a vaccine, you'll get your freedom back. Hell, isn't that what they told us after 9-11? Give us your freedoms to protect them so we can get the evil terrorists who tried to take away your freedom because they were jealous and they hated it. Never forget that if you really want to be free, You can't have freedom because people will attack you. So if you want to be safe, give up your freedom. If you want to be protected, give up your freedom. Take a shot. Give in to the NDAA. Give in to the Patriot Act. Give in to the illegal, unconstitutional, non-congressionally declared wars of aggression and occupation. Give in to the expansion of those wars after, you know, Republican and Democratic presidents. Don't look at things from an unbiased point of view. My God, that's insane. You must be a supporter of George Bush. You hate George Bush. You hate George Bush. You must hate Donald Trump. You hate, you know, George Bush. You might like Obama. You like Obama. You must hate George. It's just like, I don't really understand what the hell you're talking about. Economic freedom is another message. Everything will be back to normal if you get your shot. Self-interest. Well, if those two things don't convince you, how about self-interest? It'll be better for you if you get your shot. Or the community interest. Maybe you're not really a self-centered person. You care about the community. So what will happen to your loved ones in the community if you don't get a shot? You could get them sick. Please roll up your sleeve and give me consent that's otherwise illegal. I'm not even going to fully inform you. Just roll up your sleeve. Because I have a, you know, a soft voice that kind of cracks. And I'm not someone holding a, A deadly weapon? I'm not attempting to assault you. I'm trying to help you. Like Bill Gates with his faux muscular dystrophy with his arms moving in and out like he's got Parkinson's or something. Situating in his chair like he's got hemorrhoids or something. Taking a drink of the water, stalling in the conversation. You know that whether it's the governor or it's unelected medical officers, modern-day Joseph Mangalas like Bill Gates or modern-day Joseph Mangalas like Dr. Fauci, or all the other psychopaths on media every night regurgitating and repeating as slaves of a system to get their paycheck, things they don't even necessarily believe, who knows? They've all been trained. They've been trained in NLP, they've been trained in propaganda, they've been trained in script reading, they've been trained in maneuvering their hands like Obama in a way where he would talk to you and go, look, 
look, listen, you know, th- th- this is a nation of, and move his hands in a certain way, and, and unless you say, Jesus Christ is Lord, and then he freezes, and he looks with a very demonic look at that individual person that he identified out of that whole audience. Something non-human about him. But if the economic freedom, the self-interest, and the community messages don't get you, how about the economic benefit? A very similar message. The only way to strengthen the economy is to work together and get people vaccinated. So don't just get vaccinated yourself. Help get other people vaccinated. Go into the house, tell people you're running from the monsters, rip down the newspaper and the cardboard, and then open their eyes and say, isn't it beautiful? Look at the monsters. And then you commit suicide. If that doesn't work, though, how about guilt? How about embarrassment? How about anger? These are all messages along with trust in science, and you're not brave if you don't do what the Joseph Mingalas tell you what to, to do, how to do it. You don't do what they tell you to do and how to do it. You're not brave. Don't you understand that science is God? Science is deified. Science is not God. Scientists have become God. Psychologists are the high priests, and they dictate our reality to us. It's our ability to resist that that makes us human. Otherwise, we become subhuman under the control of some subversive scum, medical tyrants. One of our listeners, Joseph Lavelle, I love giving Joseph credit because Joseph finds really good stuff and he sends it to me all the time. Joseph sent me something from the American Medical Association published for 2021 winter. AMA, COVID-19 Guide, Background Messaging on Vaccines, Vaccine Clinical Trials, and Combating Vaccine Misinformation. Here's what it says. These are things that I've been talking about. These are things that you could take college courses on this. Best Practices, General Media Messaging. Here are some of the headlines under General Media Messaging. The following section provides guidance for offering media commentary. These recommendations can be leveraged for interviews and other external engagements. Interview response formula controlled response. They tell you to acknowledge the question, bridge to your answer, and deliver your message and proof points. Quotable language. Three kinds. Clear language. True, plain English. You don't get a vaccine, people are going to die. Keep it real simple. Concise. Headline your answers. There's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Compelling, memorable, and persuasive. 500,000 people have died of COVID-19. The best way to prevent it is to get a vaccine. These are just ones I'm making up on the spot. But that's what it says, quotable language. And that's what people do. It's a vaccine of uh, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Hundreds of thousands of people have died. Interviewing techniques. They tell you how to bridge between the question and your answer. Steering, blocking, deflecting, and redirecting. Saying things like, before we leave that matter, let me add. That's really confidential. That's proprietary. But what I can tell you is, that's a common misconception. But the reality is, I don't have the details on that. But what I know is, steering, blocking, deflecting, and redirecting. Or flagging. But the real story here is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Flagging, the key point to remember is there's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Or there's a hook installing in the interviewing techniques. You'd be surprised what our research indicates. A little known fact is stalling. Repeat questions when asked. Dr. Fauci, 
I'm really glad you asked that question, Fauci says. He says that a lot. I'm really glad you asked that question. That's a great question. Couldn't be, you know, scripted or anything. Oh, no, it could never be scripted. Interviewing is a numbers game, says the AMA. Typical broadcast interviews, seven minutes, down to seven second sound bites. Typical print interview is 13 minutes, down to 13 word quotes. Solution, stay on message. Vaccines are safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. It's a mantra. It's a cult. Here are your responsibilities, the AMA says. Know your message. Know its vulnerabilities. Because if you know the vulnerabilities, you can steer and block and deflect and redirect from those vulnerabilities. Practice your message, tough questions and techniques. Determine reporter style, knowledge, history, etc. Be timely. Provide reasonable access. Answer the questions. Know the audience. Organize your thoughts. Tell the truth. Don't guess. Speak for the organization. Tell the truth. That's probably one of the most ironic and ridiculous things in this little document from the AMA. Tell the truth. While they're telling you to be clear, concise, compelling, acknowledge your question, bridge to your answer, deliver your message, steer, block, deflect, redirect. That doesn't sound like truth to me. That sounds like obscuring truth to me. Repeat the message. Top 10 interview dues. Organize your thoughts. Listen carefully. Speak slowly. Keep it short and simple. Communicate. Turn negatives into positives. Well, a lot of people have died of the vaccine or had adverse side effects, but a lot more people have died from not getting it. Top 10 interview don'ts. Don't go off the record. Don't say no comment. You have to say something. Disclose confidential information. Never do that. Don't disclose information before it's time. Don't guess. Don't introduce or repeat the negative. Offer personal views. Make promises you, can keep, you can't keep. Don't do that. Don't say that this will absolutely be over. You could say, well, you know, if we get this vaccine, it might be better in a couple of weeks. Yeah, just two weeks mitigation. No big deal. No big deal. Use industry jargon. Don't use that because that confuses people. People are really stupid. So you need to keep it really simple, clear, concise, compelling. Vaccines are good. Vaccines are safe and effective. So this AMA document just pretty much goes through all this. AMA COVID-19 guide. Type that in. Hit PDF. You should be able to find it. COVID-19 language swaps. This is fun. Don't use lockdown. Use stay-at-home order. Don't use national duty. Use personal responsibility. Well, hell, that's directly from Yale. Here it is. Don't use defeat or crush. Use eliminate or eradicate. These are better words. Don't use hospitalization rates. Use deaths. It actually says that. Don't say hospitalization rates. Say death. Death. Death, 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 dying, 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 pandemic of the unvaccinated, pandemic of the unvaccinated, pandemic of the unvaccinated, repeat it, repeat it, rhetoric, mantra, 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 repeating, 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 death, 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 pandemic, 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 it's not even COVID-19, it's a pandemic, it's not national duty, it's personal responsibility, it's not a mandate, it's a COVID protocol, it's not a lockdown, it's a stay-at-home order, it's not science, it's not medicine, it's fact-based. It's not the consequences of not taking the vaccine. It's the benefits of taking it. You know, don't say security, say safety. Don't say historic, say advanced. Don't say the world's leading experts. In America, say America's leading experts. Don't say misled. Don't say confused about the vaccine. Say skeptical. 
say, concerned about the vaccine. You understand that there are psychologists, there are lawyers, there are scum that sit down and they write all this out. I mean, this should really tell you all you need to know. Don't say lockdown, say stay at home order. Don't say mandate, say COVID-19 protocol. Say COVID protocol. It's not a national duty. It's a personal responsibility. Well, hell, hell, isn't that exactly what clinicaltrials.gov, the NIH, and Yale University said? Let me find it. Oh, there it is. Personal freedom message. There's another one. Self-interest message. Isn't that exactly what the AMA just said? It's not a national duty. It's a personal responsibility. This is the COVID-19 language swamp. According to a recent poll by the Beaumont Foundation, the following alternative language can help mitigate perceived partisanship in COVID-19 messaging. That is, unless you think for yourself. If you think for yourself, NIH, clinicaltrials.gov, Yale University, the AMA, Fauci, none of them have any power. None of them can do anything to you. You are free. They might use technological means. Maybe they are using technological means to put thoughts into your head. But all I know is it's time to finally speak out against the status quo. Stand up for what you know is right, not what you think. To do your own research, to do your own investigation. To resist tyranny. And to understand that your mind might be the last frontier. Do not allow people, psychologists, scientists, doctors, access to your mind. Protect your mind. Protect your brain. You don't need to buy some special product to do that. You don't even need to listen to the secret teachings to do that, although that would be a really good uh, commercial, really good uh, advertisement. Take what I've told you. Do your own research. Stay safe. Stay informed. Stay healthy. Grab a book. Subscribe to the show. Support what we do. TheSecretTeachings.info. RDGable at Yahoo.com. That's the email. Patreon. Check it out. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. I may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry. You can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.